Alright, and we are back with another episode of Rewind and Reconsider, the podcast where we rewind our favorite movies and reconsider our life decisions. I'm your host, Harrison Fagan, and I'm joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Graviador, who has brought us a movie that is very near and dear to her from her childhood. I still don't know what it is, but Mia, what are we going to be uh, watching today? Um, so we are going to be watching a fun little film with a, uh, a very famous actor named Jack Black, and it's going to be School of Rock. Ugh! Wait, are you serious? I hate musicals. They're not musical. It's not oh. a musical. No one sings in it. Well, I mean, there's two, but it's like a band. You've never, okay, so you've never seen this movie at all. I mean, clearly not. Okay. Because I love this movie. Like, I stand by this movie that this is one of the greatest movies ever created. And this is What? Jack- yes, this is Jack Black's best movie since like what Kung Fu Panda or something. I mean that's like a really low bar, no, I feel like it, it's, again. It's very oh. heartwarming. It's very funny. And I love the music in it. And it's just like uh, the essential Jack Black. He's just made for this role. I can't see anyone else playing Mr. Schneebly. His name's Schneebly? You'll see one in the movie, but Okay, yeah, I'm already out on this movie, but uh, Mia, I guess other than it being the greatest Jack Black movie of all time, what do you remember liking about it? When did you first watch this? Um, I think we watched it on DVD at home. Um, I, for some reason, I always thought it was like a PG-13 movie. I think it might be, but like, it, I don't know why I was allowed to watch it that young. I think because there's little kids in it, too. So I think my parents were like, yeah, this is fine. But um, yeah, I just remember laughing and loving the music and like loving the dynamic between Jack Black and like a a band of kids that like he's trying to like connect with, but he's also very a selfish man at the beginning. And then he just kind of learns how to not be selfish. It's a good movie. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Well, then I guess maybe this doesn't even need to be asked, but I mean, do you feel like it's going to hold up? Oh, yes, definitely. Like there's nothing going to be cringeworthy nowadays no like is anyone getting canceled retroactively for this movie no okay it's a very very good movie i'm just gonna say that and if you don't like it then our marriage is in peril okay i mean fair (laughs) enough look i i I, you know i made that same bet about big daddy and we ended up surviving that one and so maybe i will be pleasantly surprised i am showing you mercy by giving you a really good film instead of picking i knew a movie that i knew was gonna be crappy well what was the movie that you knew was gonna be crappy well, I don't know. Maybe I'll save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will be right back. We're going to go rock out. That's probably what he said. I bet that's his catchphrase in the movie, right? No. Hey, and we're back. We just watched School of Rock. And before we get into anything else, Harrison is going to do the 60-second summary in which he summarizes the movie in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. And. Okay, so the movie starts out with Jack Black. He's, like, rocking out on stage with his band, but he's clearly, like, you know, kind of feeling himself. He's, like, a little overly showboaty, and the band's annoyed. So they end up kicking him out of his band. His roommate's shrill girlfriend is upset because he's not paying his rent and kind of being unreasonable about the whole thing. And so he decides when his roommate's a substitute teacher, he basically steals his friend's identity, gets a substitute teaching job. He's like, this is lame. All right, wait, actually, these kids know how to play music. I can use them to win Battle of the Band. So he trains the kids how to play music they all learn some big lessons along the way and he starts off like a relationship with the principal and then they end up winning battle of the bands 38 seconds all right 
I think I, I think I got most of it right. Oh, also at one point he you, no, no, they no, no, find no, out cannot, that he, no 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 hold on <laughs> at one point they find out that he's a fraud and all the parents chase him out of the school because he like says that he felt like he touched their kids. <laughs> all right, so that may be added. And then like kind of sort of kidnaps the children, a little bit, but it, it's like sitcom rules. It all worked out in the end, so no legal charges were pursued, and he gets to like teach the kids and break the fourth wall in the credit scene. Uh, yeah. I still made it under 60 seconds, so that still counts. Okay, fine. Whatever. Um, so this was your first time watching this movie? Yes. How did you like it? You know, honestly, I, I felt like it dragged a little bit in the middle for me when they were in, like, their fifth montage of the kids learning how to play instruments, but really, really strong conclusion. I enjoyed the start of the movie. I thought that it was, like, an interesting way to set up the premise. And the interplay between him and the kids is funny and sweet and cute. And, uh, like, like genuinely some adult humor in there, too, kind of hidden in a kid's movie. And those are kind of the best kids' movies are the ones that have jokes that maybe you only get when you're our age or maybe a little younger. And so, overall, I enjoyed it. I feel like there were some slow parts and there were some parts that I didn't enjoy as much. But overall, I liked it. You did, honestly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, this movie honestly still holds up. There's nothing really that problematic to it, but I think there's some a little bit unrealistic, like, uh, situations. But I think this is, like, the movie that, like, really made Jack Black, I think. As, like, a child star or, like, no, a just family like, as, like, movie a star? Comedian. Like, you can definitely see, like, his other roles after this. It's just, like basically based off of this character i think this honestly i think this character was literally made for him i mean isn't this character just jack black i feel like this is just who he is like yeah, i don't feel, it is. I, I don't really feel like he was acting in this movie i think he was just kind of playing in it, it sort of you know amped up version of himself yeah and it works i like the way it works in this movie and the whole rock star thing but did you know who the writer was of this movie no i don't it was jack black's roommate in the movie Oh, that makes sense why he had such a big role despite having, like, no acting ability. <laughs> he was the writer for the movie. Okay, well, good for him. Um, but, yeah, just, I love, love, love Jack Black. I think I think you, you mentioned that this is basically my Adam Sandler. Yeah, I said that when we were when we were talking, you know, after the movie was over. I think Jack Black's your Adam Sandler. He does, like, a lot of things, and I think that, uh, you know, a lot of voices, a lot of kind of characters, some stuff I think is a little cringy, but I, I think you like it. What did you, you like think it. was cringy? I don't know, just some of, like, how much he leaned into, like, the rocker persona, some of the voices he did. Like, I just felt like it was a little try-hard. I don't think so. I think it fit with his character. He was just so into rock and roll. He just thought he was, like, the, like, sex god of rock and roll when he clearly wasn't. But um, I like that the fact that these kids, they actually did play instruments. Like, that was them in the movie playing the instrument. Did you not know that? I did not. This is news to me. <laughs> so they wanted to audition kids that actually played their instruments. I think that was their focus. And then, like, the acting was kind of, like, secondary. I mean, you can kind of tell. I mean, it makes sense because almost no kids can act. So you might as well cast the ones that kind of fit for the movie. Excuse me, Miranda Cosgrove was. I said almost no kids. <laughs> I'm not talking about this movie specifically. I just mean child actors in general. Yeah. Um. And so, and all the nicknames that uh, Jack Black's character comes up with. He literally came up with that on the spot. That makes sense. Why does that make sense? I don't know. I didn't think they were that clever, so. <laughs> but I do really like the interaction between Jack Black and the kids. It really seems like, I feel like 
to me, I think the behind the scenes, he really did care about these kids. And I think that, you know, they really had a really good connection between them. And I like that he kind of treated them like adults. He really didn't treat them like kids at all. Yeah, I mean, you could tell, like, a part of his character in this movie is, like, like very clearly someone that probably should not be in charge of kids. <laughs> I feel like it's fair to say. Especially in the beginning when he is explaining to them what a hangover is. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, telling them that, no, he doesn't have a drinking problem. It just, like, no, it doesn't mean I'm drunk. It means I was drunk last night. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and, you know, just kind of using language that most people wouldn't use with kids like talking you know one of the kids is like screams out like we should call ourselves pig rectum to (laughs) jack black while he's in the cafeteria talking to a principal there are just little moments like that that are funny just because they emphasize that again for as much growth as he kind of makes over the course of this movie in terms of wanting to be about something bigger than himself kind of starting to do it more for the kids versus just himself and really finding his passion in life he really did not start out as some one who should be you know mentoring kids yeah but what i liked about his character is that i think for these kids not a lot of people took them seriously and i think jack black like really i mean his character dewey finn or mr schneebly um really went in and was like i'm gonna take these kids seriously these kids really have talent and even if they didn't play an instrument he found things for them like what a little bit. I mean, some of it, it was a stretch. Like, there were clearly, you know, I, you you can tell in this movie that there was a moment where the writer, his roommate, apparently, was just like, oh, there are, like, more kids in a class than there are in a band. So no, we got to like, find he something. Played, he played to their strengths. Like, definitely the kid that could do all, like, the lighting and stuff. Like, he was like, you're going to do all the lighting. Okay, what about the-, the fat kid who he was just like, you're a bouncer, go stand near the door. He had also the other little kid, too. But they, it wasn't just... Oh, so he-, he just had two kids stand near the door. That was their role. It wasn't just that. They were basically trying to soundproof the room. They tried to make things. Like, they... They, they set up the whole thing when they went to the audition and they weren't there and the teacher was walking by. They had the whole thing set up where like it was a video of Jack Black's character like pretending to teach and like the kids were responding to that. They were in charge of that too. So I think that's kind of cool. And then also um, I think it was I like that part where I think he put one of the kids in charge of being a roadie and then the kid was like, well, who's going to do costumes? And he's like, all right, fine, you can do it. And it's just like this whole thing. Of, like, he puts him in, like, these, like, glam rock um, outfits, and Jack Black's like, oh, no, we're not doing that. And he's like, what, do you want me to just put them in their school uniforms? And he's like, actually, yes. And then the kid was like, wait, no, I, I was just joking. Please, can we not do that? But I thought that was a pretty funny part. <laughs> what? I like that character and the fact that he calls Jack Black. He's When Jack Black goes in, the scene where he's like, okay, you guys, I want you to be angry. This is how we're going to write a new song. Just be angry. Say whatever you need to me. Say to me, I'm the man. And then that one kid's just like, you're tacky and I hate you. That's just my favorite part. That's honestly. Yeah, one of the kids said he smelled bad. That was. He's like, you're a fat loser and you smell. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other kid was like, you're a jackass. And he's like, okay, all, all right. But. I like the whole scene, too. That yeah, no, the kids don't stop even when he tells them to. He's yeah. like, okay, we're not mad at me anymore. And <laughs> But I like the part that, that like, stems from watching one of the kids, Zach, where he calls him Zach Attack, the, the guitarist and his parent is, like, yelling at him, like, you need to do your homework. Like, you're not, you're, we're not going to have you make this a career. Like, this is not a passion that you are pursuing. You need to focus on your studies. And he saw that. And he's like, you know what? I think I can take something out of this. So he kind of like gives that kid a chance to kind of vent and be like, you know, 
pretending that is his dad and he's like getting all that frustration out and that's how they kind of like start putting a, a new song together so i think that's pretty cool yeah i mean i think he teaches the kids you know they're all fairly like uptight all see themselves as like future harvard law kids yeah and like you know rich hoity-toity private school and i i think that he kind of teaches them that you know you should also have passion projects and you should have passions that you follow and creativity is important too and you know obviously there has to be a balance of it between traditional knowledge and that's going to help you get jobs and get into college down the road but you can't just focus on that and I think that you know helping those kids develop that passion and then in the process developing his own passion becoming a music teacher Mm -hmm. for an after school program that he ran out of his apartment that would never be allowed in a million years in real life but it's a movie we'll we'll see yeah they were breaking the fourth wall in that scene too so we'll just pretend that it was all like a dream sequence and yeah you know a very artistic choice for the director maybe maybe like Jack Black conspiracy theory alert in the end of this movie, Jack Black was actually shot coming out uh, by the police coming out of that band performance for kidnapping those children. And then, like, as he's, like, bleeding out, he's, oh like, envisioning God. himself teaching them music. Okay, you're done. <laughs> Damn, powerful directing there from from whoever the director here was. I think my, honestly, my favorite line that kind of sums up Jack Black's character towards the end is when he's talking to the parents, student teacher night. Um, and I never got this when I was little, but, like, as old when I got older I heard this line and I was like okay that's actually pretty funny where he was like trying to explain away why he lied to the school and like everything and he's like you know I you know your kids have really touched me and I think I've touched your kids too it's just like this silence all the parents start crying (laughs) and like hugging their children and but I think that kind of like like kind of like gives an overview of this character growing up where he's like i really love these kids but he's still kind of that like immature in a state of arrested development basically but he's still growing and learning how to kind of like deal with you know the outside world but um what did you think of the prince that that part was funny and a couple other favorite lines that i wrote down while oh, we were you did uh, write uh, some yeah lines i down? did write some lines down while we were uh doing this was miranda cosgrove's character uh heather summer summer Okay, Summer is like talking to Jack Black's teacher after school and she's like, I did some research on groupies on the internet. And <laughs> yeah. like that is just a hilarious sentence to come out of a child's mouth because he he named all three of the girl characters in the class, you're the groupies. Yeah, but he explained, he's like, you do the merchandise, you just worship the band, you get our names out there. And he gave him a task. He's like, find a name for the group. Sexist. No. Jack Black is canceled. No, no, I don't think that was his intention, but. No, and then the other hilarious line was when the principal, you know, who we're about to talk about, comes into the room and it's like, hey, Mrs. Lemons heard a lot of music coming from in this room and he just turns around and he's like, music? I don't know. (laughs) Miss Lemons must be on crack, right kids? (laughs) I like how no one questions. (laughs) And like just everybody just moves on from him dropping that line in front of a bunch of children. That was very funny. No, I like that like Jack Black kept just lying. He kept lying. It was just like these outrageous lies that like in real life you would not believe. But not like, in a million nobody years. nobody questioned him. Like he he literally he literally just like recited a lyric from a song where he's like, you know, I think we should just teach the children i believe that children are the future yes exactly and they're like isn't that a and when song they get <laughs> when they get them into the like when he's faking that the kids have a terminal illness to get them <laughs> into the battle of the bands he says that they have stick it to the man itis <laughs> he 
that's it. But I think his delivery, that's what makes people believe him. His delivery is just so serious. They're like, well, I, we can't question this guy. Yeah, no, honestly, him. for as much as I'm like, you know, ribbing on the performance in the movie and stuff, like, it, it, he was genuinely funny in this. Like, I think this movie probably could have been 30-ish minutes shorter, 20-ish minutes. But I overall, like, you know, this was a showcase of Jack Black's specific comedic timing and talent. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he is an actual musician and he actually does sing and play instruments, which does take me to um, the songs in the movie, which, awesome, honestly. I'm a very big fan of classic rock, so this was like... I don't know if you all know this, but Mia was in her high school band. So, as, you know, this movie <laughs> no, really spoke no, to her. Stop, stop. We can post photos of this. If Tweet at the Rewind and Reconsider account that you want to see, and no. we can post photos of no, Mia in high school no, band. No, we can't. No. Anyways, um, but speaking of the songs, um, the Led Zeppelin song, the, I believe, the immigrant song, the one where he's like, after the they get into the audition, then they get apart, and he's like in the song. In the, yes. Okay, so apparently Led Zeppelin before... The, the, the Thor, the Thor uh, Ragnarok song. Okay, but... Before this movie, Led Zeppelin was known for not giving out their song, copyright songs, to any movie. They did mm -hmm. not want that. And so they really wanted this song. So they actually, um, like, uh, I think it's in the uh, DVD extras too. They shot a video of Jack Black just like pleading on like why this song needs to be in this movie and like this, you just, you just need to let us have it. It's, it's just going to make it. Please, please, please. And they let that happen. So that's pretty cool. That's and, like then the they, and then that time. opened it up, and that that helped make Thor Ragnarok exactly. one of the coolest sequences possible. So exactly. good job, Jack Black. Exactly. <laughs> Honorary MCU character. Um, but no, I really love the music in this, it's, but that's just my personal taste. But um, let's talk about uh, the principal. Um, shit, I'm forgetting her name, but she is Joan Cusack. That's her name. Yes. That's John Cusack's sister, which I still, to this day, I don't think they're siblings. They don't look anything alike. Oh, I thought you meant, like, to this day, they're not siblings. Like, you just decided <laughs> that they're not siblings. Like, they have decided they've amicably split as siblings. Um, What did you think of her character? I thought... Uh, okay, so I'm of two minds on this character. Number one, like... Obviously, they needed a little bit of a foil, I guess, for Jack Black's kind of off-the-wallness. It just but felt she, yeah. a little weird, like, them trying to kind of force a romantic chemistry between no, them that never really romantic. ends up going anywhere. I don't think and it was romantic. She asked him on a date, basically. I think she wanted someone there because she's so insecure about herself, and she sees this guy who's just, like, super secure in who he is. He doesn't care what anyone thinks, and I think she wants that kind of, like, shield to be like, okay, this guy's going to be with me. He can give me a little bit more confidence. I mean, as a man with unjustified levels of confidence, oh I can, you know, I can, maybe, th maybe this is why we're together. It's like, you just feel like, you're like, hey, if he can look like that and be that untalented and just go out and make a career for himself, well, I can do anything. Well, they have this, like, really, like, heartfelt conversation when he drops her off after going, taking her out. And she's just like, you know, this is the first time someone has, like asked me to go out with them like any from the school like I think I don't think anyone likes me like I'm a bitch and he's like no 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 I think people are just like really intimidated in you like you're super cool and stuff like that I don't know I thought that was a kind of a touching scene but I think the one part I didn't kind of like which kind of made me cringe is that he like took her out and got her drunk to like tell her to like have approval to take the kids to a school trip and he kind of lied about that I don't know that's a little sketch to me but you know it's I don't know what did you think about that he also essentially, like, told a child, like, that they were fat. 
during that like rock band battle of the bands thing no that's yes, he not, did no, no, no she no, said that she stop, felt insecure stop, and he basically said it's okay to be overweight no that's not what he's saying he was just like i think that's a really touching scene too i was going to touch on that that she was very insecure about herself she's like and he's like you don't need to be insecure you know there, aretha franklin she was like everyone wanted to party with her you know and she was a big woman and that's okay you know, once you get on that stage and you start singing because you have talent, people are going to love you. And he also says, he's like, you know, I'm a little bit of, you know, I have a weight problem too, but like, I like to eat. Like, is that a crime? That doesn't matter. And I think that like, he makes that connection with her and that like, helps her like, build up her confidence. I, I like that scene. Okay? He, he went to a child and he's like, hey, it's okay. You and I, we're not attractive. No, but that's we not can say- what he meant. <laughs> you know what he meant. Okay. I like that scene. I like. I really do, and I think that's a very that that took me back to Chubby Harrison and hurt my feelings like inside of my inner child. He's not like telling her like, no, you you need to change. Like, yeah, you're fat. You need to change. It's just like you know what? You are who you are, and that doesn't matter because once you get up on that stage and you show people your talent, nobody's gonna care. Also, I appreciate that. Like a couple minutes ago, when I talked down on myself, you did not correct me or build me back up. So no, because I need to make a point about this. So Jack Black, Jack Black is canceled, and our marriage is (laughs) on the rocks. Um, but yeah, I think the principal, she's like, I, yeah, I think they tried to like make her the foil, but I think she's a little bit off the walls in her way too. She's kind of like, like, like type A neurotypical. She just like doesn't understand how, like that one scene where she, she was, she's the girl with glasses in every movie from this time period where she's like really shrill and then learns how to have fun by the end. No, that one scene where she's like, it cuts to her, like talking to like a random child and she's just like, basically like telling her like, you're not going to do that again. And this kid's like crying and she's like. She's like, stop crying. Do you want a hug? And the kid screams and runs away. I did. Honestly, on that note, there were like several like kind of random non secular scenes in this movie like that. I thought it was very well directed. I thought there were like nice little comedic touches and I thought some of the shots were nice. I I enjoyed the direction of this movie and like that scene in particular, the scene where randomly like the Jack Black's replacement in his old band was like flirting with the principal in his weird like just sleeves and top part neck part of a shirt thing (laughs) was um like that was funny too and there were a couple moments like that that i really appreciated so that character i think his character was named as spider i think that was in the credits that actor actually is in government right now he's like a representative in some state or something like that or like he's a judge or something like that well congrats to the honorable judge like pierce nipples or whatever (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was just crazy that like everyone found that out i think like a couple months ago actually so it was pretty funny um so anything else honestly i think we touched no i think we touched on most of this movie and what was good and what was less good and why jack black is gonna be canceled for this movie no this movie is immaculate i will definitely show it to my kids There is one thing that I want to talk about, okay? I know that we've talked about on this podcast suspension of disbelief and things like that. And I already gave my conspiracy about Jack Black dying at the end and that being, like, his, like, bleeding out fever dream that he got to, you know, teach the kids and wasn't, you know, dying. But what happened to the cops in this movie? There were multiple times where, like, these, this is Keystone Cops-esque. Number one, he, like, gets away from them by distracting the parents with his, like, I touched your kids and they touched me too line. Gets away goes back home with his roommate and his girlfriend who called the cops on him without any cops, like, seemingly intervening in him at all or whatever, just goes home, and then kind of inadvertently kidnaps the kids again when they rebel and run away from school and, like, kind of hijack a bus and, like, go and pick him up, and then they go to this battle of the bands and, like, the cops are looking, but then 
they just like leave afterwards. It's like, oh, they played a sick performance. I guess never mind. It's cool now that he like did this. And like, all I'm saying is that Jack Black should be in prison. No. <laughs> 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 uh you know what i had a suspension of disbelief for big daddy how like that never would have worked out in the real world and i think you should have that too for this movie so uh, the, uh, the it all worked out in the end law you know what and it was great and i'm i'm gonna admit when the kids were like uh performing on stage i got a little misty-eyed no yeah it was it was an extremely strong way to close the movie it was very fun that each kid got their moment in the sun and like he was by the end he was really setting them up for success it wasn't about him anymore he was pumping them up and yeah trying to and he was upset when they lost because of all the work the kids had put in yeah and, and they, then and even they, afterwards like they are pumping him up they're like no no, no that was really cool like, he's like it's so- just about the rock man and he's like you're right you're right but and he, he was, realized was- that he taught them the most important lesson that it was just about the music it wasn't about the ten thousand dollars even though they probably could have used that money yeah, but I mean... I mean, I guess they not. They're all private right. school kids. Yeah. So they're fine. He needed the money, but not them. No, and he did get the money. He started a um, a music school. So it was yeah. a, music, a rock music school. Yep. Okay, would you believe me if I said that this... Oh, are we gonna are we gonna play the game where we guess which ones of these kids are dead and which ones aren't? Yes, but there's okay. another trivia. This movie actually became a um, Broadway musical. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, but you know who, who wrote the music for it? Jack Black? Nope, the same guy that wrote the music for Cats, the musical. Oh, wow. Which is funny because Summer, actually, when she was trying to quote-unquote audition for a singing Sang role, a song from Cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that a reference? No, it's just a coincidence. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Miranda Cosgrove actually can sing, and apparently... She is one of the rare, like, good, chi- like, good precocious child actors. She like, was she, funny. She has a gift. She had a gift for that comedic timing of like sounding like an adult, but it's still being funny. And yes, not I liked like, her character. Yeah, she was. It, it's on. A, it's honestly Macaulay Culkin esque, where I it's like, like the precocious character that has like good time. Like she had a rare gift as a child that apparently did not translate to I, adult I acting. I liked her character her. because she was like, I know my worth, and I'm not just gonna be like a groupie. I want to be something better. And he's like, Okay, fine, you could be the band manager. And then like towards the end, she was like the one making deals for the band and stuff like that. She was talking to like producers and stuff like that. And it's clear that she's probably going to have that like role in the future. If you were going to be like, if you were typecasting yourself as one of these kids in real life, like which one were you, do you think? Because I think I'm probably Summer. You're Summer? Yeah. Mm. I would probably be. I was Summer or the keyboard kid. I would probably be the drums kid. Really? Yeah. He was just kind of like, doesn't care. He just wanted to have fun. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. That or... Yeah, I honestly, that's the only person I see in him. Also, right. I, had, I had a big crush on him when I was watching this movie when I was little. When I was little! <laughs> little. All right, Jack Black's not the only one going to jail. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of the kid that played Wait, the how old were you when you watched this movie? Mm, when did this movie come out? 2003, I want to say. Okay, so you were what? I in didn't watch it when You were I, like 10? Yeah, sort of. Okay, I guess that's age appropriate then. These kids are like probably 10. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Never mind. You're not. You're... Yeah. But uh, arrest warrant rescinded. We, do we want to go over who's? Uh... Yeah. Let's do the in memoriam segment. <laughs> so speaking of the drum kid, he actually died this year. Oh. <laughs> he got hit by a car. He oh. Was, he was uh, 32 years old. All right. This was a less whimsical <laughs> segment than I thought it was going to be. That's really sad. Um. The uh keyboard person, Lawrence. Yeah. Um, he went on to be, I think, like, uh, I want to say a teacher or something, something in the medical field. Okay. 
Um, Katie, the bassist guitar. Didn't two of the kids end up dating? Yes, I was just okay. going to get to that. But Katie, the bassist guitar. Okay. The actress just came out, I think, last year as They, Them. And she wrote a whole kind of article about how um, when she took this job afterwards that she was bullied and like sexualized and like people would make comments like can't wait till she's 18 like she's super no and so she got into like a lot of drugs and stuff and now she is out like promoting kind of like that kind of you know uh her story she's telling her story and then she is also a um that she plays bassist too um the oh so she actually plays okay because she was one of the ones that i was not convinced actually played because all she really did was like do the one chord that's but like that's all that's what bases do oh okay i don't <laughs> i guess it shows you how much i know music um the guitar zach zach attack he um i think is part of a band but he got arrested i think last year or the year before for stealing guitars in florida so he's not been doing too good okay well <laughs> chop that up to uh you know the curse of child stardom and then the two characters that ended up dating that people actually found out this year was the uh marta which is the blonde girl singer yeah the backup one of the backup singers yes, yes. backup singers and the uh security guy oh good for them all right so this ended up having a wholesome ending but yeah. uh r.i.p to the to uh the and i think kid. um the girl that um the other singer the, not the tiny one, but the other one. The the chubbier one. I didn't want to say it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she actually is a singer now. so she Okay, that makes sense. Singer. She could actually really sing. Yeah. I, I mean, you never know. Usually, I think your vocal cords change when you get old. So I guess no, you never know. No, she's a singer. But, I think yeah, she has she, like an album out now and stuff oh, like that. Oh, she was really talented. And then the other girl singer, she's also been in a couple other movies too as a child actor. And I think she's... Doing some acting too, so you know. It's and then not like, Miranda Cosgrove has the iCarly revival. There you so. go. I think she's like the only one that came out like super famous, but yeah, I can see you can see why. Yeah, I mean that was. I'm guessing that was probably like right before it Drake and actually, Josh, right? Yes, this was okay. her actually first starring movie role. I think okay. she was in like a TV show before, but this is her first feature film role. Yeah. But she did a good job. I'm not. I'm not upset with her. Yeah, I mean, she plays the same character in basically everything. But oh, yeah, I, don't know. I never like, watched iCarly. So oh, I didn't. I did watch that a little bit. I think, but it was more Drake and Josh growing up that I watched. Her oh, on. she was kind of that character. Yeah, she kind of okay. plays this, like a, a more evil version of that character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, so this movie 100 percent rocks. Two thumbs up. Three thumbs up. Four thumbs up if I could. But you know. I just really love this movie, okay? After watching this... No, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. I'm usually not a big musical movie guy, but uh, I, I enjoyed it, and, uh, like, the kids were better than I expected, and it was well-written and sweet and funny, and I, I did enjoy it. I would definitely recommend it to people, especially if you're gonna you're looking for, like, a movie to watch with your kids with, like, I, I think a decent message that also has some, like, you know, messages and jokes for adults. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I see how this, like, this movie and Big Daddy kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, they're both about someone who, like, you know, learns from kids in order to kind of ma- become a better person yeah. himself. So it was kind of like a du- we can have a double feature. Yeah, it's a double feature. There you go. But definitely watch Big Dad. Like, if you're trying watch, to pick no, no, one, but, no, but definitely watch School of Rock because it's better. Okay. So are you? Are we? Are we good? Yeah, I think uh, we're good. <laughs> all right. So we are go- now that uh, the Lakers are eliminated from the playoffs. R.I.P. Um, we are going to try and do these weekly i I can't promise anything but we're gonna try and the next movie that we're going to watch because it is my turn to pick is the longest yard with adam sandler oh my god sports it's adam sandler we're gonna watch it
I don't know if we are going to watch it. Oh, no, we're both going to watch it. All right, so we will be back with uh, The Longest Yard and Mia's angered reaction to that movie. Uh, And you guys can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And find us on Twitter as well. And if you leave a Apple Podcast review, five-star review, with anything, we'll say it. And then if you want to... Even though Mia never checks them. But (laughs) she will. Starting now. That is our solemn promise to you. And if you ever need to suggest a movie, we're open to suggestions. Um, That doesn't mean we're going to take them, but we will recognize them. And uh, everyone stay safe out there. Wear a mask and uh, wash your hands.